Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello folks, thanks for joining us again on the Doggy Pod. I'm Dr. Rob Zammett and here with my friend and producer. <laughs> yeah, well, thank uh, you. Nice who's intro, about to Rob. tell you who he is. Yeah, no, nice intro, nice intro. Yes, I am Start his friend. No, no, you were great, Rob. That's good. You, you, you're like an old pro at this. How many episodes have we oh. done? About 170 plus. Uh, you're supposed to come in straight away and I say, know, yes, it's me, Stephen Peters. I am his friend and producer, Stephen Peters, and thank you. He's just too famous, too famous <laughs> for this. Thank you again for joining us. Hey, guess what? We were number number two in Bulgaria last week, uh, the Doggy Pod podcast. So uh, we are uh, absolutely going off in the Eastern European countries for some reason. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, so we've we got a slightly uh, a different episode a little bit unusual episode this week for, for regular listeners you may remember i think it was about a year ago maybe a year before uh, i put dr rob on the spot for the the uh, alphabet of dogs the a to z of dogs or a to z depending on what you say where i would uh, just give him a letter and he had to come up with something that was really interesting uh about dogs, about using that letter. So um, no, you you actually gave me the word last time. Are yeah, you doing that no, this time? no, I'm not going to do that this time. I'm going to put you on the spot because we had a good response, and I think people like you being put on the spot. To be honest, just to see mm. uh, just how smart this guy is supposed to be. You know, is he as smart as he says he is? Well, we'll find out. He certainly is not. <laughs> so, so what we're going to do this time is uh, I'm just going to give you a letter, uh, and uh, you've got to come up with something. Uh, like, you know, say I said S, you might say, or short-haired pointers. Okay, so a short-haired pointer is blah, blah, blah. Now, you can't use that now, of course, because I've already given that one away. So you've got to come up with something and then tell me something interesting about it, okay? So uh, I'm pretty sure you remember what all the letters of the alphabet are. Uh, I remember those. I don't know. I can't, not sure I remember the topics we've already covered. Yeah, no, I've, no I've, I've got the list of the topics we covered last okay, time. Okay, that works for me. That and, works for uh, me. If you, if you double up, I will be the first to let you know, sorry, you've already given us your wisdom on that one. 
A so, thorough spanking and off I go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess, are you ready? Enough preamble. Let's do it. Let's uh, do it. I, and, yeah, I've got um, the first one in mind. Would, would, it, would it mess you up even more? No, because I'd probably yeah. forget which letter I was up to. I was going to say I might even mix, <laughs> mix up the letters, but then I'd forget where I was. So that's okay. So, uh, and you've that's just got to me. tell me, that's some, me something interesting about. Well, let's go. Let's get straight into it. A, uh, give me A. What's a. Straight away, I, I did think of it, agility. Um, and why do you do agility? What is agility? Why do you it's do like it? It's like a little – it's an obstacle course for dogs. And why you do it, your dog enjoys it so much. He's working with you. Dogs are meant to work with humans. All dogs, doesn't matter the breed. they all bred for a purpose. They have various different conformation. That's because of the functions that they've been bred for. I mean, only one breed of dog has ever been – bred to be purely a lap dog, and that's the Pekingese. But all other breeds are bred for some function. And agility allows them to bring out that instinct and go and do some work with their owners. So they just love it. So for goodness sakes, join an agility club near you and get to work with even, your dog. Even small dogs? Even small dogs. They, well, obviously, they'll bring down the size of the jumps and mm-hmm. all other things. It all comes down in size. And, yeah, they'll have – it's not one size fits all. Um, they will help you and train you to train your dogs to do agility. And if you go out to some of the shows, the agility shows, you'll see them in all shapes and sizes doing it and just having fun. It's not about winning the trial or anything like that. It's, it's really you and your dog against the course. Your dog will it's love great. it. Okay, B, oh, B, B. B um, well, barking. Did we do barking last time? We did. We spoke a little bit about barking, but I don't know. Have you got something else you want to say, or do you want to go to another bee? Up to you. No, barking. Barking's good for me. Okay. Uh, because it's it's still one of the, the biggest nuisances in our society for dogs. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Years ago, we selected for dogs that would bark, that would people would come to our camps or coming to our campsites or coming to our homes later on. We'd want the dog to alert that there's someone out there. Nowadays... A dog that's alerting may cause a lot of problems for a lot of people in surrounding houses or units. So we don't want our dogs barking. They become nuisance barkers. Council will come down on you and you'll get fined severely. What can you do about it? It's almost, yeah, agility does that for you. Find something that your dog wants to do work-wise, be it agility, be it herding, be it obedience. Train it to you know, listen to your commands and the dog now is working with you and being satisfied. Some exercise goes a long way. And when you're away from home, yeah, make sure you've got plenty of things for the dog to do at home. Those treats that you can put inside, mm. those um, funny little... Yeah, the kids. Yeah. So when they're barking, they yeah. think they're being helpful, right? Oh, absolutely. They're doing it for a purpose. They, they can hear things outside and they're letting you know that they're hearing these things and you should be aware that they are there. So yeah, they're helping you in some way. And so it's important to um, satisfy the dog so he's not always barking, that it's okay to have noises outside. You've got these things to play with. Uh, some people even build mazes for their dogs to run around in the backyard. Yeah, so. so it's quite amazing. Get, give your dog some industry or he'll find his own and he'll bark. Okay, C, C. Canine, canine. Why, why are they called canines, Stephen? Why are they called uh, canines? Is it, the, is well, it from canine. the Latin canis ninus? ninus? Not that, that I knowest. Okay. knowest. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's um, canine are a big, big family. Yeah, there's quite a few species in the canine family. And our own uh, 
domestic dogs, Canis familiaris, is there's quite a lot oh, of breeds. There you go. In it that. is. I was right. Canis familiaris. Yeah. That's what I meant to yeah, say. Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's because of the teeth. They have four big teeth, two, two up top and two at the bottom, called canine teeth, and that uh-huh. defines them as canines. It's those. Yeah, and we have canine teeth. We're not canines, but we actually have them as well. Other species have them, but dogs have them in a very prominent way. Cats have them too, but they're feline. Um, they can't be canine because that's dogs. All right, that means we're up to D, and you can't say dog, okay? Uh, D. Oh, um, oh distem- distemper, yes, distemper. Uh, because What's distemper? I mean, distemper. I know I've heard of it. What sure, is it? it's a virus that attacks dogs, it attacks their dogs' intestinal tract, it, the respiratory tract, and even their brain and nervous tract. It can, you know, dogs that recover from distemper are often left with seizures afterwards and a lot of problems if they recover because most dogs succumb to the virus and die. And people often ask me, mm. but you know, surely we don't need to vaccinate anymore. Well, last year I had a case of distemper. I haven't seen it for years. But if you don't vaccinate, see, you'd never see the benefits of vaccinating. You're not like, oh, I give you a vaccine. See, oh, you feel stronger and better and you can fight things. You don't know it when you don't vaccinate. And look, I understand anti-vaxxers and, and honestly, I do understand them. And I can get their case very often. But with distemper, it's not like smallpox in humans where smallpox is no longer on the planet. So you don't need to vaccinate. It's only in mm. research laboratories that have smallpox. But as far as distemper is concerned, if you don't vaccinate, it will raise its head and kill puppies. And it's just a dreadful, dreadful disease. Um, you see you know, yucky so, discharge from the eyes and all sorts of things. So so your vet would recommend you vaccinate against distemper? I think any veterinarian worth his salt or her salt would say, yes, vaccinating against distemper is essential for dogs. Okay. E. E, e, and not e, for Elvis, E. E, E for ears. Ears. Um, yeah. Well, that seems obvious, but what can you tell us new about ears? That we um, well, before? we have talked about ears and about dogs hearing and their ability to, mm-hmm. to hear how good it is. Um, but people often ask, how often do you clean the dog's ears? And with, like, say, August, um, I clean his ears when necessary, not all the time. I don't. I'm not always continually cleaning his ears every week or whatever. I have a look. So always check your dog's ears. Look at what's normal so that you do know what's not normal. And if you do want to clean them, you know, get yourself a good cleaner, uh, a really good quality cleaner from your veterinarian or you know, whoever you buy your pet supplies from, uh, cotton wool, flood the ear canal, massage, put the cotton wool in and pull it out. Don't go rubbing the cotton wool around and around. Don't put your finger in and rub it around like you're cleaning the silverware. You know, this is a delicate mucous membrane. So if you do need to clean the ears, uh, by all means, do it, but do it effectively and properly. Actually, on our Facebook page, I think uh, you, you did a video on cleaning ears. Oh, for, I did uh, too, yeah. You can it's go and have a look still at there. It is. It's a couple, it is. Of, couple yeah. of years ago, but it's probably still there. Okay, that's E. Now we're going to go to... F. F. Um, uh, F. 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 Friends. Come on. Fr- friend, fr- friendliest breeds. Friendliest breeds. What are, what are you know, say, three or four oh, friendliest yeah. breeds? Um, yeah, I, give me a couple of the friendliest family, uh, family friendly breeds. Well, I'm going to talk Labradors are in there for sure. They are a very friendly breed. Um, old English okay. Sheepdogs, very friendly dogs. Yeah, they really love people. They're, they're good with people. Small breeds are the Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. 
very friendly with with people. Oh, they're never good seen... with kids, aren't they? Yeah, they and pugs. Yeah. Pugs are great too. They're, they're great. Uh, another big breed would be the golden retriever. They're, they'd be my top breeds for friendliest breeds. G, 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 G. Yeah, uh, uh, grooming, G. grooming. Did we do grooming last time? No, we no? didn't. Oh, do grooming. grooming. Uh, well, show you. Well, let's get, yeah. keep it to uh, not not grooming for the show ring, but grooming. No, no, for no, home. no, no. I'm not, yeah. not not interested. Now in I'm interested in how often do you bath the dog? That's a, a common question. Yeah, that's a good and one. Yeah. At least, you know, if your dog gets dirty, bath it. Don't say, oh, I only bathed him last week. Well. He's gone out and played in the mud. Get rid of the mud that's in his coat or you'll end up with diseases. Make sure you, you bath whenever necessary. Uh, but what's whenever necessary if they, if they don't get if, muddy? How if often they don't should get you muddy, just do it? Yeah, I, I, well, August gets done at least once a month, um, sometimes a bit more often if he's out playing in the dirt and really... Well, the other day I took August swimming. We went down to uh, a sandy beach. And so he, mm-hmm. when I get him home, he gets washed. Total uh, whole bath, get rid of the sand because that's going to irritate him. Uh, and so, when necessary, if I take him down to the beach again this weekend, coming, he'll have another bath, another, yeah, just a week apart. So, so every few weeks, yeah, I, I do recommend Fair because you get rid of the excess scurf that can lead to bacterial infection in the skin. Uh, keeps them clean. A dog should be clean. Cleanliness is. Can next. you bath them too much? Oh, you could bath the oils out of a dog if you overdo it. But, you know, uh, show dogs get bathed once a week. But just remember, cleanliness is next to dogliness. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, which leads us to H. H H for Harry. Harry, I don't know any Harry. Well, we had a dog called Harry once. Herding, herding. Um, Herding? Yeah, herding. A a lot of dogs come from herding background and ancestors. And even some of the dogs that you oh, yeah. wouldn't even realise go back to herding dogs. But why even mention like. herding? Because nowadays, uh, again, in just about every Western capital city on the outskirts, there's usually clubs that will do herding for your dog. Teach your, you. Yeah, you talked about this the other yeah, way. Yeah, and, yeah, and again, this is industry for your dog. If you're wondering why your dog's you know, looking for something to do, it's because you're not satisfying his natural instincts, his or her natural instincts. And herding, as I said, my, I think I said last time, my friend Caesar Milan, um, he took a Rottweiler herding once, and that calmed mm. that dog right down. That dog was a, a, a nuisance dog, not an aggressive dog, but just a nuisance dog. Well, Caesar took this dog herding once a week, and lo and behold, it just satisfied something in that dog, and he became a great family pet. As I said, think about your dog's needs and satisfy them, and you make a better family pet out of your friend. Okay, which leads us to I. 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 Well, look, it's well, while we're recording this, it's uh, now summer where we are, and so what yeah. happens in summer? What do we see a lot of in veterinary clinics? Itchy dogs. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah, we see yeah. in summer. It's it, it's you see a lot more itchy dogs in summer than you ever do in, in winter, and if it's wet and hot, it's even worse because the moisture in the coat allows bacteria to grow, and the dogs get really itchy. So what do you do about it? Again, bath regularly and uh, think about what to bath in. You know, talk to your vet or talk to your, the vet nurses know even better uh, what you could bath in. If your dog's constantly mm. scratching, you've got to get to the vet because it's probably an infection in the skin and an allergy is driving that. The most common allergies, especially in the summer ones, 
are different plants that we see in the environment, various grasses. In Australia, we have a lot of buffalo grass, and not so common in America, buffalo grass, but it causes a lot of itchiness in dogs. Uh, so watch out for that. Vines, any vine at all, will cause your dog to scratch. If your dog doesn't have to come in contact but just goes near them, uh, that can be enough to cause your dog to scratch. And look at various bushes and trees. Do some study. Uh, you know, this is where Dr. Google can be helpful. Find out what, hmm. what the plant is and you know, do allergies develop in humans with those plants because if they develop in humans, uh, it'll develop in your dog. But all dogs itch, right? Oh, yeah, but it's it's not the one that just stops and has a bit of a scratch now and then, you know, once a day, a little mm-hmm. scratch. That's okay. Yeah, I'm talking about the dogs that just don't, they're constantly scratching. You know, so much yeah, so okay. at night that they keep their owners awake, even if they're outside. You can hear them scratching all the time. Mm. You know, red skin and flame skin, you're in trouble and something needs to be done. Lots of good drugs these days, lots and lots of good drugs with minimal side effects that can help an itchy dog. Okay, here's a tricky one. Jay. Jay, Jay. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. No, he's the quarterback for the Eagles. That doesn't count. Um, well, I'm just thinking Jay. Oh, you're talking NFL. Yeah, you? absolutely. Uh, uh, jealous. No, sorry. Jealous. Just got... Yeah, we're jealous. Je- jealous. Do dogs get jealous? Well, and the simple answer well, is absolutely well, yes. Dogs, what? Dogs, really? Dogs do get jealous. If you introduce a baby into a family incorrectly where the dog's already established, a dog will get jealous of that baby even. Make sure you uh, introduce a baby or another dog or a cat or another animal or another person correctly to your dog to minimise your dog getting jealous. Your dogs, certainly if you've got a, a dog that's well-established, and you know, I know with um, Banjo, our Australian shepherd, he's mm. really attached to Ainsley. We have to be very careful when we bring another dog into the house uh, or even a stranger Banjo will get in between Ainsley and that dog and say, you know, who are you? And what are you doing here? And, uh, you know, oh, what's your so story? Uh, and he eventually calms down and accepts. But, yeah, dogs do get jealous. Just think about that. And why shouldn't they? K. K. Now, I, I think I know what you're going to say here. K, go on. Say it. Say it. Well, K's not for canine. Um, kennel. No. Kennel? Yeah. Kennel. I knew you were going to say kennel. Yeah, because people go out and buy these kennels that I really hate, uh, especially when they're made out of oh, metal kennels are the worst. You know, a metal kennel uh-huh. is cold in winter and hot in summer. And yet yes. they expect the dog... Good they, point. They wonder why the dog won't sleep in it. You know, a kennel should be, A, insulated in some way, uh, off the ground, not laying directly on the ground. Uh, yes, absolutely. And, you know, it's got to be placed in a good area. In the shade in, in summer, so it's got shade all round, would be an ideal area if you want your dog to be outside in a kennel. Padded, soft, absolutely. And you can get some kennels that uh, are made. I know in Australia we have a guy who makes what's called a thunder kennel. You can Google thunder kennel. And they're for storm-phobic dogs. And they put oh, the yeah. dogs in there and, and it decreases the noise by decibels, many, many decibels. So they can be a useful thing. Um but think about what sort of material it's made out of before you buy a kennel or make a kennel and where you're going to put that kennel. They're important. L for? Uh, leash, 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 because we did talk about yeah, Another leashes. obvious yeah. one. I'll let you get away with that again. Uh, but yes, okay. leash. Yeah, well, what is the best leash? Yes, what yeah, are the rules? Yeah, are, the, are there rules or, or is it fashion that drives you to buy a leash? Uh, I, 
Some people come in with a, a chain lead. Worst thing out. Bad for the dog mm. because if he gets his leg wrapped around it, it'll cut into him. Bad for the human because if get, they get their hand caught in it and wrapped around, I've seen fingers of humans broken in chain leads. Absolutely useless things. Um, make sure it's a good, sturdy lead, you know, mm-hmm. leather or webbing lead that you can control the dog with. The lead and the collar have to match for the size of the dog and the type of the dog. You know, people say, oh, I shouldn't use a, a, a choker chain. I never use a choker chain. But there's a difference between a choker chain and a check chain. And it's the same thing to look at, but it's how you use it. Any lead and any collar can be cruel if used badly. Uh, used correctly, it allows control of the dog, and that's important. Always check your leads. Don't just say, yeah, I bought that lead five years ago and still going well. Check it for wear and tear because you don't want to be out on the main street on the highway yes. and the lead snaps and your dog takes off onto the road. Well, you know that happened to me once with a, a dog I had a few years ago, a beautiful dog. Her yeah. name was Sally Ann. Uh, and uh, she was a lovely dog, but she always used to, uh, and you, we've spoken about this before, dogs that carry, that chew on their lead all the time yep. as if yep. they, they're leading their master. And she was doing that, and we, uh, I hadn't realised that she'd actually chewed through it, and then that's exactly what happened. She chewed through it on a busy road, went running across the road, uh, oh. straight under a car. No, she survived. She actually went under the car between wow. the wheels and popped out the other side, popped out the back, oh, covered in oil, but uh, <laughs> but she was but she was fine. So um, yes, that that that's we didn't realise that she well, there you go. been chewing away yeah, and just gone right through it. Always yeah. check every lead you put on. Always check the, its integrity that it will hold the dog, and learn to use a lead and collar properly, so you can control the animal rather than the animal control you. Okay, here's a tricky one. M. You can't say mutt. Mutt. M. And I can't say memory glands because not everyone breeds dogs. Um, no, memory. Boy. Memory. I, oh, yeah, because I was telling someone the story about um, Strauss. Memory. Yeah, memory. Do dogs have good memories or not? Uh, I remember I took him for a walk through this park, which I rarely used to walk. As we came around the corner, this cat just about charged at us, uh, realised how big the dog was and took off the other way. But really, you know, came at us. I thought, oh gosh, that's weird. And there was a few years later, I was walking through this park again, not remembering about the cat, but Strauss did. As he came up to that corner... A few years later. Absolutely. His hackles went up and he started coming around. I thought, what did he do? Then I remembered. He reminded me. Yeah, this is where the cat was. It wasn't there this time, but he remembered. And and look, dogs do have great memories. Uh, Their memory is more based on smell. You know, they can... Oh, yeah, I know that person by that smell. I know that person. And they bank it in their memory. And it- If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Comes out often again and again and again. Dogs have um, a very good recall when it comes to things like this. I think their memory is pretty good. All right, sorry, had to give uh, Dr. Rob just a little rest there. He was, uh, uh, he was burning out. The poor pooping, guy. pooping um, out. <laughs> no, no, so, no, hang on, not like that. No. <laughs> which leads us to N, 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 Finelli, N, Finelli, and but that's not and a what, dog thing. And what is a dog without a nose? Hey, in fact, a dog's not a dog without a nose. That's something they can't survive without. Uh, you can, well, they're big enough, aren't they? Oh, unbelievable. They're big enough schnozzers. Yeah, if, if they uh, lack hearing when they get old or if they go blind, no big deal. But if, they, if their sense of smell goes, uh, then it can be a real problem to, to the dog. Now, remember, their sense of smell is somewhere between 10,000 to 40,000 times the sense of smell that we have. They can pick right. up things, and we've seen it in uh, all sorts of dogs, in border security and drug detection dogs and... Uh, bomb yeah, detection right. dogs, the, the list goes on and on and on. So, yeah, any damage to the nose, don't treat it lightly. Get to the vet straight away because it'll need some TLC. Always, you know, and, and, you know watch your dog. Don't go bashing on the nose or patting on the nose. Not fair, koala bear, at all. Old wives' tale that uh, if, if their nose is wet, that means they're healthy? Uh, yeah, old wives' tale. I mean, yes, they're healthy if it's wet, but they're not unhealthy if it's dry. If it's not. You know, on yeah. a hot day, especially some dogs love sunbaking, which I don't like them to do because they do pick up skin cancers the way we do. They mm. do too. Uh, but if, they, if they're doing that or if they're digging a lot, they will have a dry nose. So just be aware of that. O for? Oh, obedience. Obedience. I knew you were yeah, going to say that yeah. as well because you're a big I, obedience person. I love dogs doing obedience. It's great to watch. Especially when you see the dog looking up the owner saying, hey, am I doing it right? Is this good? Yeah, are we a team or not? Hey, look at us. Is this- What's the difference between obedience and agility? Oh, look, they're different disciplines. You do have to have some obedience, some obedience to do agility. Now, agility is a course where a dog is uh, weaving in and out of poles or going through tunnels or jumping over things. Whereas obedience is the dog healing beside the owner, sits automatically when the owner stops, uh, will drop on command, 
will stay while the owner walks down the other yeah, end of right, the field. Gotcha. All those yeah. things. Lots of different things. And again, with that, there's just literally thousands of obedience clubs in countries all around the world that you can join. And it doesn't cost very much. The volunteers love teaching you to teach your dog. And that's what obedience is about. And don't forget, I think I mentioned it before, uh, there was a study that showed that uh, children that did obedience training, did it seriously with a dog, did better at school. Because by teaching, they learnt how to learn themselves. Interesting, interesting. Okay, P. <laughs> ah, protection. Protective breeds. Protective, what are the protective breeds? What do you breeds? mean by that? Hang on, what is the... I don't know if this is well, legit. What do you mean by protective a, breed? A, do, a dog that will protect its owner without... You know, without training, oh, okay. I don't. I don't believe in oh, naturally protective. Just a naturally yes. protective dog, and yeah, you know, the Swiss Army knife comes to hand, doesn't it? Yeah, the German Shepherd. They're, I thought you were going to say German. Well, they're shepherd, utilities. Yeah. They're, they're great family dog, good protective dogs. The Rottweiler and Doberman equally good family dogs. Well, if you train them, same with German Shepherds. All these breeds, any dog that is very good protective dog, really needs to be trained. Otherwise, they, be, they can become dangerous. That's Overprotective, you could say. Oh, very much so. Well, no one's trained them, so they decide, they make the decisions right through. Yeah. Whereas yeah, a protective, a, a, a dog that has that ability to reason because it's been trained, a uh, very different story. You know, they'll still know when to come in and help if it's needed. They also reason that, no, I've been socialised, this is okay. What my master's doing or mistress is doing, everything's fine. So, and any breed will do it. Any breed, Labradors mm. will do it. Golden Retrievers will do it. They'll all have a natural protective instinct in them. But certain breeds lend themselves more to that. Uh, and those three breeds, I guess, are, are the ones that we always think about. Rottweilers, Dobermans, and German Shepherds. Good on you, Oggy. Um, so, okay, I've got you now. Q. 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 Most Quantum good. dog. Quantum dogs, uh, quirky dogs. What about quirky dogs? Quirky. Uh, okay. Well, what's okay? What's 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 the? I'll let you have this. What's what would be the quirkiest dog breed you you know most unusual say or quirkiest uh, dog breed you've ever heard of? The oh, now how do you pronounce this thing? Show that it um no that's it's it's mm, it's a hairless dog and it's a big dog and it won Sydney Royal and I can never a remember big how. hairless dog. Yeah. Well, What's it's called? it's quite an old breed. Um, it's called a Sholotzit Queenly. It, it's uh, now how do you? I don't even know how to pronounce it properly. Say it again. It, <laughs> it's it's spelt X O L O I T Z C U I N T L I. Oh, and my God! If you look up, it says Sholo It's Queenly. Um, Sholo It's Queenly. Shola, and what is that? That's it's big a dog. It's, it is. It's a. In fact, it was supposed to go back to the Aztecs. This dog goes. It's a Mexican breed. Uh-huh. It goes right back to the Aztecs. Uh, really unusual dog. Uh, I've seen quite a few of them actually now, and uh, they've even done well at, in dog shows. And believe it or not, they're, they're quite a an, 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 a unique animal. Definitely. I'm a, going to look that quirky, up as soon as we finish. Very quirky, this unique animal. That'll do us. Cool. Okay, then well done. I'll, I'll pass that. Uh, R. R. Uh, um, what have you got in R? Well, in R. Um, what have I got? Oh, on, res- rescue. Even rescue. I rescue. Yeah, 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 rescue. Of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, dogs. Rescue dogs. That, that, need, that 
dogs that rescue people and and people that rescue dogs. So we, we do know about dogs that uh, need rescuing in shelters, and unfortunately their numbers went up after COVID. Yes. The dogs yes. In, in, so if you're looking for a dog, yeah, do think about a rescue dog. Nothing wrong with that. Go and have a look. But also if you go to a place to rescue a dog, you do need to say to them, look, I'll, I'll take it for a week or two, and I need to be able to bring it back if it doesn't work out. Make sure that it does fit into your family. Because will places you may do have that? Some, yeah, oh, yeah, a lot of places will. A good place yeah. will. Good um, to know. But, yeah, but even before that, spend some time with the dog at the shelter. Because yeah. the shelters always want the dogs to go to good homes as well. But so what are the breeds that rescue people? Now, there are breeds bred to rescue people. First of all, the St. Bernard comes to mind with mm. the with the uh, the rum under their neck, <laughs> little drum of rum. Uh, they, yes. They're still used out there in the snow to rescue people, find and rescue people. Um, okay. A breed that was bred to rescue people in water that, that are drowning is the Newfoundland. It's a, as big as a, a St. Bernard, and they will, they're great swimmers. They'll swim out to people, and the people can grab them by the hair, and they'll... They'll drag people back in. Um, oh. So, yeah, and then, of course, we've okay. got all the other rescue dogs that go and hunt people in avalanches or uh, earthquakes, that sort of thing. There are lots of dogs used. If you watch when we've had tragedies like earthquakes, you'll see them out there with dogs oh, trying absolutely. to find people. Yeah, yeah so lots I of I love the, uh, that we can rescue them, rescue dogs, and they can rescue us. That's lovely. Exactly. Okay, which leads us to S. Um, Sexy is. dogs? I don't no, think that de sex them. Um, smell, <laughs> smell. Sm no, we don't smell. We don't know. Oh, smelly. What about smelly dogs? What, why is a dog smelly? Smelly for <laughs> one, one of two reasons. One, he's rolled in something and brought it home uh, mm. that he shouldn't have. Or more often, there's a skin problem. Maybe they're not scratching all the time, but if, uh, if they have any infection in the skin, that's bacteria growing there. What is, what is the smell when they really smell? It's the gas coming from the bacteria that are proliferating on their skin. Now, the bacteria are reproducing on their skin and release gas, which is just smelly. So mm. if your dog smells, he's got too, many, too much bacteria on his skin and needs a good bath. What sort of bath? Uh, it just, most, just about any bath will do it. You know, when, when COVID was on, they said just wash with soap. That would get rid of COVID virus. Hmm. Same with a lot, of the back, um, <laughs> a lot of bacteria. Just a decent bath in just about any shampoo. If you want to get real technical, you can get some of the antibacterial shampoos. Uh, there's an iodine-based one, which I like because it really kills fungus and bacteria. So you wet the dog down, put the shampoo on, rub it in for 5 to 10 minutes, the longest 5 to 10 minutes of your life, uh, hmm. but it gets rid of the bacteria and then rinse well. And you won't have a smelly dog. Okay, which leads us to tea. Tea, 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 tea. tea. No, no, we did teeth. Um, did teeth last time. Timid. What about timid? Yeah, the timid dog. I always feel sorry for a timid dog. And you've got, but you've what got can also, you do? you've got to be cautious because if a timid dog is cornered, it will turn savage. Never corner a dog that's timid. Never corner a dog. Full stop. But the timid dog is by far the one that can become dangerous. So don't go cornering him. What can you do? Firstly, find a, you know, form a good relationship with that dog. It, it, make sure that you have a solid relationship. You're the one feeding. You're the mm -hmm. one 
near the dog all the time. So the dog is not timid of you, for starters. The second thing to do is socialization. It doesn't have to be uh, going out to obedience or anything like that if you don't want to, but going to where there's lots of people. I had a, a timid German shepherd once, and I used to take him to railway stations and just walk through at peak hour, walk through past all the people, oh, yeah. let the people go past. They're, they're in a hurry to get to work or get home, so they're going to stop. And you walk like you're on a mission. You don't walk, you don't sit the dog there and allow him to uh, all of, you know, be inundated with people coming past. You walk like you're on a mission. Keep walking like, oh, quick, I've got to get to the other end of this station or, or I die. And I walk back. You just walk like you're on the mission. That dog comes with you. and get, get that dog to focus on you and get used to people. And that does help a lot in getting dogs out of being over timid. Okay, here's a tricky one. You. You. Not Y-O-U, but you. No. Well, a, a you is a female sheep. That doesn't cut it, does yeah, that's E W. No, 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 no. You, 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 you. I'm just buying time, aren't I? You. Ah, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Unconditional. Unconditional love. Um, <laughs> well, that's true. Dogs do give yeah, us. Yeah, we, we did this on an episode not so long ago. Yeah. And, yeah, and they did the dog, show yeah. that dogs do have um, yeah, real love for people, for the people that they form a bond with. A dog does have that. It really it is does exist. It absolutely is. And yeah, I, I've seen it in people where people have you know, pr- just about starved dogs to death. I'm serious, Stephen. I've, I've mm. near-death experiences with dogs with, with lack of food that I've seen, mm. and yet the dog still loves that owner. Yeah. Well, what, how can that be? You know, the dog comes in, I, I put them on um, drips and feed them, and the owner comes mm. back, and the dog's happy to see them. Yeah. It's just amazing. <laughs> Of course, if you want to prove that your dog has unconditional love for you, mm-hmm. um, get your partner, if you, you know, whoever it is, and get your dog and put them both in the boot of a car. Come back an hour later, look who's happy to see you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, probably worth suggesting don't try this at home, uh, folks. Uh, Dr. Rob does have some unusual ways about him. Okay, um, let's go. Oh, here's a tricky one. The... The vagus v. nerve, uh, no, vagus, vagus nerve doesn't do it. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, it sounds weird. Vaginal problems. Um, and fortunately, oh. people are a lot more aware of the fact that if you desex dogs, female dogs, too early, oh. you can end up with some really bad vaginal dermatitis and incontinence. And so there's more talk about when to desex and when not to desex. And a lot of it is because of vaginitis and vaginal problems that dogs have. Certainly if a dog's dissexed early, a female, before she has a heat, she will not ever develop mammary cancers. Whereas you do increase the chances after one or two seasons of having mammary cancers. But by the same token, uh, you know, the vagina and the vulva, if they're never under hormonal effect, they stay infantile. So as the dog grows, they stay very small and Eventually, yes, it, when they urinate, they can scald the area and cause problems. So something to discuss with your vet. But if your dog does have those problems, you can do something about it these days with hormone replacement therapy. Yeah, just like people, HRTs can help dogs. So if you do have that problem, talk to your vet. W. 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 Wobbly dogs. Wobbly, um, well, yeah, 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 do get wobbly dogs, dogs wonky uh, dogs, wa- no. waggy dogs, waggy tails. 
Yeah. Yes. Waggy, okay. Yeah, well, we yeah, love yeah. a waggy tail. I'll this let you a, have that. Yes. Communication. Communication with a, with the tail of a dog. Mm. Um, people think a waggy dog means the dog's happy. A waggy tail might be, uh, I'm happy because I'm about to come and attack you. It doesn't mean I'm happy to see you necessarily. But it does mean happy though, doesn't it, if their tail's Not wagging. necessarily. If they're looking at you and growling and wagging their tail, don't expect the dog to come up and, and just be oh. happy about it. Uh, mostly, waggy tail does mean happiness. You, know, you see the dogs wagging their tail and, and look at their face as much as their tail. That will tell you if they're happy about it. Um, yeah, okay. you, obviously, your own dog wagging its tail at you is always going to be a happy thing. But if it's a strange dog wagging its tail, just read the whole body language. Don't accept that a waggy tail means that the dog is happy to see you. It can be almost in a timid dog where the tail's down and almost tucked underneath, but wagging, uh, it's not happy, not happy at all. And it's just, it's wagging to try and distract and everything else. But yeah, just watch where the tail is, but look at the whole body. Okay. X marks the spot. I do remember X from last time. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, it was extreme. I thought it was going to be X-rays, and this time it will be X-rays. Um, <laughs> what can you say about X-rays? You would have seen a million X-rays in your time. X-rays and, and, and other imaging. I, I would, I would uh, put all that in. should have probably done the eye for imaging, but we mm. can do so much with dogs these days with X-rays, with ultrasound, with CT scans and with MRIs. But all of these cost money. So, mm. you know, if you buy a dog, Yep, we can help it with x-rays if it's got a broken leg or just a bit lame and we're not sure or has a sore tummy or develops a bad heart in old age. How bad's the heart? All these things can be done for your dog. Uh, how much money do you want to spend? Well, think about insurance. Yeah, pet mm, insurance. Mm. It covers a lot of those. An MRI could cost three to five grand just for the MRI. Much- yeah, there's not much, though, what you're saying is that it, that's happening inside a dog that you can't have a good look at. Oh, you can image it just about, you can image the brain, but it all yeah. costs money. And I just yeah. say to people, yep, x-rays and all these things are great, but think about how much it might cost you and think about, as a puppy, uh, delving into a good insurance company. Hmm. Why? I'm not asking you, that wasn't a question. What, that's why? a letter. Why do you want me to? Why? Uh, whoa, uh, Don't yawning. you play dumb with me, Doctor uh, Rob? Yawning, yawning. Are yawning you bored already? Are you? No. Well, it has no, been, and, 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 has been and a workout a, for you. People often say, or the behaviourists say, "Oh, if the dog's yawning. It's nervous. It's afraid. It's what a lot of rot." Sometimes they're doing because they're bored or tired. <laughs> yeah, you know, my dog will sit there and sometimes have a bit of a yawn. I know it's not afraid or nervous. Every time they'll say yawning is definitely a sign of the dog being upset, nervous, and worried and concerned. And nah, it's just yawning sometimes. Most times it's just <laughs> yawning. It's just, ugh, why not? Stretch your jaw. Well, hopefully nobody's uh, going through that at this stage in this uh, this podcast. But we are uh, at towards the end. We've only we've only got one letter left, and I think we all know what it is, and that yeah. is Z or Z, depending on how you want to say it. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, zzz. Zzz, no, that's zzz, a sort of sleeping zzz, sound. Yeah. No, we did that but, last uh, time. I can't do it this time. That's no, how you can't. Uh, Come on, Z, Z. Oh, I know something that Oggy likes to do. Zoomies. Oh, I know. Yes, zoomies. I, you, you showed me yeah. this the other day. Yes, yeah, he yeah. loves zoomies. And 
So what are Zoomies? Tell, tell everybody what you, uh, what, what the you Zoomies The dog's just are. playing with you. He's just excited to be with you. Um, but wants to you know, have it almost like a chase game, like you're chasing him. And they'll zoom around and around you and pick up sticks and run. And you're supposed. And I play the game with him. I chase him a little bit and I run away and he ch- chases me. And we, we never ever – he never bowls me over. He never tries to bite me on the butt or anything like that. He's just – we're playing zoomies. And so this is a name you've invented, is it? Zoomies. Mm, have I invented zoomies? Yeah, I've I never know. heard this before. Haven't you? I you never know. heard? I, I, I think a, a lot of dog people know what a zoomie is. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Just the dog's just running for the sheer joy of being with you and running and running. Uh, Oggy will do it for quite a long time. He, he's exhausted, man. I don't have to do any exercise afterwards for him. Um, he's he just yeah, zooms around. He zooms around and has a lot of fun. Yeah, zooming the joy of being with their owner. Okay, wow, that was. Uh, I'm sorry to put you through that, Rob. We, I don't think we'll do this again. This is, uh, must have been very draining for you. <laughs> well, trying to come up with the names without some. Uh, I should have, especially one yeah. you have done before. You can't do it, you know. Yeah, that's a, that's a tricky one. Well done. From, I'm impressed. From now on, Except for Zoom, up, Zoom is. Come up with the name. Yeah, Zoom is. I'm going to have to think about Z if we ever do this again. Gosh. Yeah, no, I don't think we will. But anyway, hopefully people uh, have learnt a few things uh, through the doggy. Uh, alphabet um, follow us on uh, Instagram Facebook as always please and uh, and if you do want to leave a review we would love that uh, on your podcast platform of choice and I think we're going to do we'll do one more episode I think before the end of the year and then we'll have a little break over Christmas because we're we're still uh, making our movie uh, we've got a few more days filming to go uh, which will happen over the next couple of weeks but uh, that's all going well a lot of people have been asking me about what's this movie? What's it, where will it be yeah, shown? Well, I can't say too much. It does star our little fella Oggy. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll tell everybody next year when, when we uh, when we have something else to talk about. But yes, yeah, so that's that happening as well. So yes, we'll probably do one other episode, uh, maybe a special Christmas episode uh, in in a couple of weeks' time. But um, thanks again, Rob, and thank you everybody for for listening. And uh, we will see you or hear you next time. Well, you'll hear us. Yeah. We're going to zoom off now. (laughs) See you, folks. See you. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.